Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigella, and I'm here joined today in what's been almost a year, Mike Carls, back on the pod. What's up, dude? Dude, I'm so excited to be on the pod. Um, I've been, like, had the itch, I've had the itch to be on the pod for a while. Um, every time you've texted me, it's just happened that I have something else going on. Right. You know, because you know, I've been trying to have you on for like, yeah, like two months now. <laughs> yeah. So, and, I, and I've been want every time you text me, I'm like, oh man, I wish I could, but I just, there's just not possible. Too busy. You're a dad now. I know. So that, that throws your life into a crazy whirlwind when that happens. And, uh, <laughs> we can, yeah, for sure. It's crazy. Yeah. How's a uh, little Remington heart Carl's? He's doing amazing. Um, right now, he's like a little sick, so he's just sleepy. He just Everyone's sick cried. around he, here. He, when he's awake, he just wants to eat or he cries, um, and then he just wants to sleep all the time. How was? Um, did he get a bunch of shit for Christmas? Yeah, so we uh, we made the executive decision that Santa was skipping our house this year, and that he was only going to Santa was only coming to the grandparents' house. To uh, yes, to. Uh, and then we were very specific in the gifts we asked for. Yeah. And I mean, at we, this point, they're just essentially gifts for you and Chelsea. <laughs> well, well, in for, we got stuff for him, but basically it was, um, please, I don't want my house to turn into a disaster yet. So please <laughs> so help no us. Toys. Please help pay for Disney. That was basically our biggest ask. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Disney is ridiculous. I mean, Disney. Essentially, at this point, Disney is just for you guys too. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, hundred percent. We're going as a. It's a big family trip. It's like my entire stepdad's family is going. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's it's so that's we kind of were the only reason we're going. They paid for our our room. So there you go. Um, so we we're like, why not? You know, mm-hmm. you have to fly with a baby for the first time. Sounds fucking great. I'm so happy, or I'm so jealous that I'm not a dad. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it should be interesting. He's been. It, we, we're flying early in the morning when he normally is sleeping anyway. So yeah. we're hoping that he's just sleeping. Do you do um, anything for like the ears for babies, or do you just have to let them deal with it? Um, so you're supposed to either give them a bottle or breastfeed them while you're taking off. Oh, okay. So because then they're like sucking will help their ears not pop. Got you. you yeah. You're going to do the breastfeeding? Yeah, maybe I'll take the other one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of chewing My gum. My ears hurt. <laughs> Instead of chewing gum, I'll just take the other one. There you go. Give me your tit, Chelsea. Come on. <laughs> um, guys, we have something um, historic in the Split Six uh, universe today. Uh, Mike wanted to bring the beers because he has this beer he's been crushing on. And it happens to be a beer we've done before. Mike what are we drinking for the second time on this podcast? Not one that we, I haven't done it with Mike. I did it with somebody else and I don't remember who. Yeah, it was, it, so it had to be sometime in like March or April you did it, but it is a New Belgium accumulation. It is a white Indian pale ale. It is 6.2% uh, alcohol by volume. And right now, this has just been my jam. I've just, I can't stop drinking it. Yeah, this is um, a very generic beer to be your jam. I was expecting you to bring something like either super wild or like something super like no carby or something. Yeah, so of, you know, you know, hashtag fit dad. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> oh, also Mike brought us glasses because he is demanding that I drink out of a glass. So I have a rule at my house, and if you drink bottled beer at my house, you have to use a, a pint glass because I collect them, and I just don't like drinking beer out of a bottle. Do cans count? No. Cans do not fall under the same guidelines. Got you. Nice. I get. I get that. I just don't. For like, some reason. For some reason, I just don't like drinking beer out of a bottle. Cheers, Michael. Cheers. 
It's episode 127, I think it's going to be. Beer number one. Sport. Yeah, um, uh, this beer. Uh, I remember it now. It's, um, you know, IPA, but snowy IPA, which is uh, not really going with the weather we've been having because today's been the only cold day this year so far, and it's about to be 50s this weekend. But it was great because today it, the beer is called accumulation, like as the snow accumulates. Yep. I woke up this morning. It was the first time that I had to scrape off my car, <laughs> um, and this just happens to be my favorite one right now. Perfect timing, universe. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> All right, Mike. The first week of the NFL playoffs have concluded with, um, at least for me, three teams that won that I didn't think were going to win. I went two and two. So yeah, um, I do an annual playoff pool. I've start at one and three this is the first time no one started four and oh and no one's gone oh and four i mean i mean it was a it was a crazy weekend i mean i mean no one had the vikings winning right so only two people in the pool did right and one of them's a notable vikings fan so one and person. the other's fucking dylan <laughs> so so i yeah i mean i that i did not see that coming especially at home um, on the road of right. Kirk cousins hasn't won a road big game ever mm. so i just had in in, in new orleans I, I mean, God, the New Orleans has got to hate the Vikings. I can think of three like, or well, actually, the one they beat Brett Favre to go to the Super Bowl um, during the uh, was it Bounty Gate era? Yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, then I mean, then last or two years, two years ago when they had the miracle at Minneapolis or whatever. I was eating sushi at a little tiny sushi restaurant. They happened to have a little TV, like a thirteen-inch monitor. And, yeah. I, and I saw the final play of that game. That must have been kind of crazy. <laughs> was, I remember seeing it. I don't remember what I was doing, but I was watching it, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I find myself... They in, robbed us, man. <laughs> I find myself, my level, my interest level in football um, really declines um, when after fantasy's over. And, yeah. Um, I mean, I still had DraftKings and like DFS, but I just... It's hard for me to like get super pumped about a four game slate on DraftKings, right? So it's like playing a Thursday night like game I'll, or something. Normally, on so the way I operate, and my wife went, you know, bless her soul. But uh, I told her when we first started dating, I would, I do not hang out with her on Sundays during football season, <laughs> and Saturdays during the Michigan. How game, noble of her! <laughs> Saturdays during the Michigan game is an off limit time. So I'm like all about football. Mm-hmm. But during the playoffs, I I'll make plans and yeah. I'll miss games. I just unless I mean maybe it would be different if like the Lions were in it, but yeah, if the Lions were in, it, you gotta watch. Like I'm gonna be gone for the for the cha- NFC and AFC championships games. I'm gonna be in Florida. I'm not gonna be watching. Yeah, well, I mean, I that's good. I who really cares to be honest? Um, if your team's not in it, it was nice because this is like the first weekend for me where. Because after the craziness of the holidays and my brother being in town for two straight weeks, I had like nothing to do. So I just literally sat here, rearranged and cleaned the entire studio and my spare room and just watched football. And it was kind of great. It looks great, by the way. Thank you. Thank it's nice you. And, it's nice and clean. Got rid of that fucking bulky ass dresser. But by got rid of it, I mean put it in the spare room. You got a casting couch in here. Casting couch. Yep. Ladies, you want to uh, try out for some uh, porn podcasts? We're starting those next month. Just kidding. That would be weird. Um, but uh, oh, we could probably do like an ASMR porn type podcast. If there's not already one, then I mean, then this market really is untapped because <laughs> there's gotta be one. There definitely is. 
Um, uh, yeah, so the Vikings move on to play another game against the team that no one thinks they're going to beat. Yeah. Uh, that you're, I, I know you keep looking to my pr- football predictor. Every year, me, Mitchell, and Dylan predict the playoffs, and like whoever someone has to break the tie if it's not even, and that's what we predicted. Clearly, we did not do very well, considering we have the Patriots and the Saints in the conference finals, <laughs> and they both got eliminated this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really work out for you guys. <laughs> we got the Ravens winning it, so, <laughs> you know. No, you have, you have the Saints Oh, no, shit, we have it. the Saints winning it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. over. It's over. It's over for us. It's the first year we've ever got it wrong. Um, Just kidding. We get it wrong every year. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, what, the... They're, the Vikings are going, or no? The Vikings will be playing San Fran, right? The 49ers, yep. Yep. So they're going to San Fran to play. San Fran's a weird team. I yeah. mean, they they can run the ball really well. They have three capable running backs. Jimmy Garoppolo can be great in spots and can also just look awful. Mm-hmm. Their defense. I'm honestly been good. thinking about taking the Vikings in that, just because I, I for some reason just don't like San Francisco. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I'm probably gonna I probably lean slightly towards San Francisco just because I do think their defense is pretty good and, and they the can run the one, ball. Number one seed, uh, home field advantage. Minnesota's got to travel way out west. I don't know. San Francisco has everything. Like, so there's two there's two matchups which I already penciled in on my docket um, that I think are gonna win, and then there's two that I'm pretty sure I know what's gonna happen, but I haven't decided yet. And San Francisco and the Vikings are one of them. Leaning San Francisco, but might want to throw a curveball in there because I feel like everyone's gonna have the same picks this week. Right. I mean, for sure. I mean, if you're gonna, if we're talking about picks, I think in in a pool type situation, especially mm-hmm. way the first week went, you went one and three. I mean, you have to be contrarian. It's just like playing in a in a in a high stakes tournament. You need to some contrarian picks and hope they yeah. hit because otherwise you're 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 probably too far in the hole to win it. Right. You've too probably too many people similar to you to win it. You right. know, everyone's picking the same good players. You got like if you're talking like high stakes DraftKings type tournament. Also Mike by the way hosts the Swimming with Sharks uh, podcast. Find it on anywhere. Um but like I, you're assuming like a millionaire maker thing, right? I mean just any any tournament. I mm-hmm. mean really it could be a thousand person tournament, but the biggest thing is is like normally the people that win it hit on at least something that's that nobody else is really on like you'll hit on like a marvin hall jr when he goes off or something right like or, you know maybe that... maybe not even that crazy but maybe like a running back in a tough matchup so everyone's like oh i'm not playing him but he's a good running back so you play him because he still has the potential to do really yeah. well but you know no one's on him because like in this matchup right during the regular season dalvin cook versus san fran's defense mm. he would be on a normal week super low owned because no one's everyone's going oh there's better players you can play he has a really tough matchup he's mm-hmm. not going to do anything crazy but if dalvin cook goes crazy and you have him no one else yeah. is going to have him you win so same thing you have the vikings no one's going to have the vikings because everyone thinks they were lucky to win last week they're not beating the right. like another road kirk cousins two in a row on the road against mm. teams over 700 <laughs> no way honestly they're the only teams that the lions played this season that i didn't think we even had a chance to win that game like, well, Dalvin Cook in it before he was injured at the end of the year. I mean, he was unstoppable. Yeah. He looked like he looked like he was going to run away with the rushing title. Where's, where's Dalvin going fantasy next year? Also, while we're on the subject, will you talk some sense into fucking Eric about quitting the league that he's been a part of since the creation? I can't, dude. He's unreasonable. He 
He's a he's a. I mean, sorry, Eric, you're not going to listen to this probably. Yeah, but no, you won't listen. You don't support me. You're a sore loser. Like <laughs> he definitely is. <laughs> I just I couldn't believe when I saw that because he talks so much crap this year, and he didn't even get any money too. It's great. He got zero money, and the problem is he was riding Cooper Cup. Started doing bad at the end of the year. Galvin got hurt. You know, mm. like just that's that happens. Yeah happens every year to somebody <laughs> it does so i mean God, i didn't make i would have made the championship had i fucking started not teddy bridgewater against you that one week and it's so frustrating if i didn't win ice i would have i would be killing myself right now but <laughs> i i should have won that league no. i was the best i was the number one seed and i finished in fourth in that league yeah <laughs> well well, that's a dynasty league, whole different level of things. All right, well, let's get on to one of the other games. Let's go to the other NFC game. It was Seahawks at Philly. All, Wait, oh, at, yeah. That's the one the most people got right because everyone was on the Seahawks. Only a couple people were on Philly. I was actually kind of nervous about that one, too, because, I don't know, Philly's a home team. They Yeah, Carson probably, Wentz went down in the first. Who knows, right? But I think also Seattle kind of let off the gas a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but, yeah, Carson Wentz going down in the first, that kind of sucks. For Philly, I just Carson Wentz, like, yeah, inopportune injuries, man. Yeah, I mean, like that one, like, I mean, I, I think it's hard to say that you're injury prone with head injuries, like, unless you're like prone to getting concussions. But I don't think he's prone to getting concussions. Right? No, it's just he's just unlucky. Yeah, I mean, it's just he's, I mean, he's good. He, he willed that team to the playoffs. Like they didn't have receivers, and yeah. they got they made the playoffs. I mean, I don't care what competition they were playing. I mean, they still found ways to win with with zero risk they had a dude who played in the a in the um whatever afl or whatever yeah uh, aaf <laughs> i mean greg best... ward was their best receiver for the, like the last three weeks i mean let's be real their best receiver was zach hurts who had broken ribs and lacerated kidneys like <laughs> yeah. he was still playing which uh fucking man there but he is a tough tough guy so yeah i mean uh but Seahawks, I don't. I I I thought the Seahawks were going were going to win their division, and they were one delay of game penalty on the last week of the season. Did you watch that? Yeah, one delay well, of game penalty. Did I watch it? No, because I'm a grandpa and I go to sleep <laughs> by 9:30, 10 p.m. most nights. Well, hey, more power to you. But you know, I was watching that. And I was like, I had like a bet on the game for my brother. Me and me and Mitchell did like a jersey bet where we made like five bets, and that was one of them. And whoever loses has to buy the other person a jersey. And it's like, fuck. I, I bet that the Seahawks would win their division. So I lost by, like, that stupid-ass fucking delay. I don't know how you get a delay of game. That's very Lion-esque right there. Oh, for sure. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I, t- call a timeout. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> or, or, or like, stop. St- like, just... I don't know. Like, imagine, imagine being at that stadium and they would have ran it in with Marshawn Lynch, who just came back on like uh, for the last game of the season. God, that would have been so electric. Imagine how awesome it'd be to be a fan of that team at that point. Marshawn Lynch is such a good goal line back. Yeah, that's he's just insane. what he is at this point. But um, he's he, his vision is so good. I he he never like when they're down by the goal line, he can just he can just punch it in. Yeah, he's just angry. He runs mad as fuck. Yeah. He's, he was a great, I mean, not that he does much, but he does enough. I mean, he scored in, what, every game so far that he's been played? All two, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. if I score again. And uh, so he's going to Lambeau next week to face the Packers. This is the game where I think people are going to be most split on in the pool. Yeah. Um, I'm very, I have a very strong take on this game. All right, let's hear it. I just think Seattle wins by, like, 
double digits. I'm picking Seattle. I could... I watched Aaron Rodgers against the Lions. Dude's done. You think so? I don't know, man. Uh, uh, home team and the way Seattle didn't put away Philly and I don't know. I think I could see. I it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. This is the other game that I'm uh, debating whether or not to go for the underdog on. Oh, but I'm I've I've, I've beginning of the year I picked or like halfway through the year I picked. Uh, Seattle Patriots is my Super Bowl, so I'm probably gonna ride. With I Seattle. usually, I usually pick. I mean, I'm pretty. My my way of thinking is usually I'm going to pick a t- the team with the better quarterback, and I think Russell Bold Wilson statement. is a very is much better, way better quarterback. So what at do you this think happened Aaron to Rogers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers? I just think Father Time's catching him earlier. You think so? Yeah. Is he slower or just less accurate? He's less accurate. He's not as mobile anymore. Um, and that's a weird that they had the second seed though. You know, it's, is their defense that well, good? No, they just they 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 well, have to play the Lions. Well, the Lions they, almost beat them. They they played the almost Bears, beat them the twice. Lions, they <laughs> but still, the Lions they beat them, and then they play the Bears, and then their schedule is pretty soft. And Aaron, Aaron, like there's a couple games where Aaron Jones just went nuts, won them some games, and they mm. had beginning of the season their defense was very good. Rodgers looked terrible most of the season. Yeah. Like, they just did enough to get by. And I just, I just don't, I, I'm, I would, I'm, I'm very, like, I'm gonna be, if I might, like, this game has me wanting to load up my betting account again, just so I, because Just put Seahawks, it all on Seattle. Well, Seahawks are four points. You're gonna give me four points. I'm gonna take the four points. I'm the four take, point underdogs? Yeah. I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take what? the, yeah, they're four point underdogs. I'm going to take the money line, and then, you know, yeah, I'm going to take both. Give me yeah. the points and give me the money line because they're underdogs. They're road dogs. Yeah, well, um, I don't know. I just have too many terrible memories of losing to Aaron Rodgers to ever count him out. And, you know, he's not, like, that far removed from being the best quarterback in the league people we're talking about. You know, but that's what the conversation they're having on, like, local radio this week is like, okay – Drew Brees, I haven't to local radio in so long. Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, like, like two years ago, like guaranteed Hall of Fame best quarterbacks of all time. But between them, they have two rings, a bunch of disappointing playoff exits. Like, you know, I've never thought Aaron Rodgers the best quarterback. I um, thought he, I thought he was the best in the league. I mean, I think to me, I mean, it's always been, it's easily been Brady. Um, well, besides Brady, yeah, obviously Brady's like different. He's yeah. touched by Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm I'm very I'm a huge Russell Wilson fan, but that's mm-hmm. it. I well, mean, I think he's he's done more than his career than any than both of those. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I think younger. Russell Wilson's amazing. Um, probably, there, he should have two rings. I mean, we'll we'll get to talking about other quarterbacks in this other division that are, might be the best in the league now. The changing of the guard. So let's move on. Let's talk about Tom Brady and the Patriots' loss to the Tennessee Titans, which I picked. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, it was easy. Same thing with Brady. Same thing with Rodgers. I watched them all year playing DraftKings and, and being super into the NFL. Mm-hmm. They're done, and it was not. They were. They had a great record because they rode their defense, but they go up against a, a team that can run the ball and keep the and, and just drain clock and play good defense against them. They had no chance. I mean, let's not act like the Patriots didn't have any chance. They lost by one point. Yeah, but I just the Titans. As much for as good as Derrick Henry has been, running the ball doesn't mean shit. 
Like, he scored 14 points. Like It's the reason they won. Right. The reason they run is because the Patriots don't have any fucking receivers. They have Julian Edelman, who dropped a crucial pass in that game. And well, they don't, they lost, they're dealing with the loss of Gronk. Um, you know, honestly, the, say the Patriots have kept Antonio Brown the whole year. They don't get a, they don't get a wild, they win their division. They win a, a berth into, they don't, they don't lose to Miami on the last week of the season, which is ridiculous for both teams. Like, how does the, how do the Patriots lose Miami? Why does Miami want to win that game? That's so stupid. Because teams, players don't give a shit. Dude, I don't care. If I was a coach, you, pl- you you play you play until there's five minutes left in the game. I pull all of you guys. You have a moral victory. <laughs> We're getting a better draft stock. <laughs> I mean, I I get it, but at the end of the day, I think uh, Tennessee Tennessee won with their quarterback throwing uh, for 72 yards. Yeah, yeah. You think Ryan Tannehill's come back? Or oh, yeah, he's, he's getting just, paid. You think do you think Tennessee's paying him? Yeah. That's, I, I think that's to. I think that's a mistake. With how well he played for them, I mean, let's be honest. Anyone, basically, it's all, Adam Gase ruins everyone. Well, I don't know why he still gets coaching jobs. I don't know, but have you seen, Probably have, because you, he's a white have you seen the players he's had and, and what they've done after they left him? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's literally ruins players. <laughs> and he's ruining Le'Veon Bell right now. He's ruining, he's ruining Sam Darnold's development. Did they, did they retain him? Yeah. Oh, stupid Jets. Yeah, dude, he's the worst, he's like one of the worst coaches in the NFL. And why does he keep getting jobs? Because the Where did NFL he come loves from? white people. Yeah. That's all. Did he come from Chicago? I don't know. He came... Yes. He was the offensive coordinator. I mean, what was so great about Chicago? I don't know. Because he ran... He was like the first one to like run some... Like the high pace... I don't know. Dude, yeah. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> come on, NFL. Like, there's probably... Like, you could hire the best black coach and he'd be... Like probably phenomenally better than anyone that just got fucking hired. Like this guy that just got hired. And, uh, the Patriots wide receiver coach. Yeah, the, which the wide receivers were like the fucking worst ever on that team. Like and no, and pa- you had a first round none pick of these wide Patriots receiver coach besides Vrabel, who was a player and coach. But mm-hmm. none of these coaches ever do anything. Yeah, we we're stuck with fucking Patricia, who I was so pissed that we retained. That's. We have another game to talk about. All right, other game. Uh, Well, wait, we got to talk about who the Titans are playing next. Yeah, Titans. They are going up against uh, the 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 Ravens, right? Yes. Or no, they're going to Chiefs. Were they the sixth seed? Wow, we should know this. They were the sixth. Yeah, they were the sixth seed. So they're going up against the Ravens. They're going up against the Ravens. Um, ah, we don't really need to talk much. Ravens are going to murder them. Probably. I can't see I can't see that team stopping the Ravens. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is uh the MVP of the league. He's changed it a little bit and that team is fun. I fucking like watching them. Yeah. All right, next game. This is the one that was most heartbreaking for me to watch. Um I think I'm a Bills fan. <laughs> well, I um so I picked the Bills, but at the beginning of the season, um I t- tweeted out in all season I've been a I've chose the Texans as my second favorite team. Yeah. So um, it, I was torn in this game because I picked the Bills and I like the Bills, mm. but I also like I like Deshaun Watson and Hopkins. So I, I was I was very torn in this game. I was too. I was. I told myself if Fuller plays, I'm picking the Texans. If he doesn't, I'm picking the Bills. That's where I was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen though on that game, like doing some fucking weird ass shit. Just 
playing out of control. Like he looked like a I, he's he was only a sophomore, but he looked like a straight up like first game ever playing. Like yeah, weird. I, yeah, it just the, that was a Lions loss for the Bills because they were up sixteen zero at halftime, right? Yeah, and they just they just couldn't they couldn't get any more. They just couldn't do anything. And the, well, and I blame dude. I'm so done with Frank Gore. Why? Yeah. Is, why? <laughs> Devin Singletary in that entire game is gashing mm. the Texans. Yeah. Play after play, making people miss. Just obviously the best player on the offense for the Bills. And in crucial situations, I'm Frank Gore is getting negative yard carries. Why is Frank Gore in the game? Honestly, I feel like just even one of us running a team, like for just, like the only reason people run teams conservatively is because they don't want to get fired. But like yeah. maybe you should just hire a coach to a one year deal, and no matter what, you're not going to be retained, so you can be as fucking wild as you want to win. Like that might be a good way to go in the future. No, you know what I think is coaches need to have guaranteed contracts for like three years. Oh, like the Lions coaches. Yeah, and I think that that way. You're not afraid to get fired, but you're also you. So you can you can try weird shit. Weird shit because, like, same like this year we talked about it on Twitter. Where you liked my tweet, and I th- so that means you probably agree with me. Is I they have the third pick. If Tua comes back medically cleared, like good to go, yep. we should a hundred percent draft him, especially with Stafford having back problems. Mm-hmm. Like those don't go away. Tony Romo, aka you know that happened to him. Mm-hmm. Back problems end your career. Tua is still as long as he they say he can play and like he isn't gonna have a like long lasting impact on him. Right. I still think he's my favorite quarterback. I don't Joe Bur- Joe Burrow's had a great year, but he, he that scares me the flash in the pan of him. That he, I don't know. I think once you figure it out, you figure it out. I don't know. I I'm a little worried about him just because literally going into this year, he wasn't even like being talked about as even draftable, and now he's the Heisman winner number one draft pick just before the year right. he wasn't even going to be picked in like the top it, i he, feel like that that risk uh, like compared with Tua's risk they're about equal like sure two gets a, a two good injuries but the problem good, is, big, big like a good uh, uh health report yeah okay that's fine but like there's still just as much risk as him like fucking up his hip and then not having good health after that and then just as joe burrow who has had a phenomenal season and i just, i only have watched him one game but that one game that kind of sold me on him um i think there's equal risk between both of them i think there's equal i mean there's probably equal risk but i just think two is not ups- gonna be a flash in the pan two is gonna be good if he can stay healthy that's why i would pick Tua. well and Tua going into this going into this going into this year he was the consensus. Last year, if he was able to come out, they were saying he was going to be the number one pick. Yep. So this dude is very, like, he, he's he he's got the huge arm. He's got the mo- mobility. You know, he's got the accuracy. It's just he's been injured twice now. So, mm. you know, a team's got – and I just think the Lions – but the Lions aren't going to draft him because – It sucks that we're not. Because they, they were – because it was made very clear by Martha Ford that it, this it's do or die this year, and picking Tua doesn't help you win this year. So that they're gonna they're not gonna pick him. Yeah, um, I had a nightmare last night that it was the Lions draft. It was draft day, and the Redskins didn't pick pick Chase Young. And the Lions were up, and they took a guard, 
and I was so pissed in my and I woke up and I was pissed. I was like, "Oh my god, what I, am I, I mean, what is wrong with me? Why am I dreaming about this?" I mean, might be hot take. I mean, it's definitely hot take, but I don't want Chase Young. That's a hot take. Yeah, he he's disappeared in every big game. I don't yeah, even think don't he really rec- he didn't rec- he didn't record a, a stat against Michigan mm-hmm. and he didn't record a stat in his in the bowl game. In the, in the playoff appearance, I I don't I don't really care about that that much. It's like you know, it's like um, if you're gonna go against, I, I guess you you have that mindset if you don't like Joe Burrow because he's only had one year of greatness, and if Chase Young's had a, a bunch of games of greatness where he is the consensus number two pick, number one pick on most people's board, but you know Cincinnati has to draft a quarterback. But I don't know. Seems like a generational type talent to me. I don't think he's going to be a bust by any means. We'll see. I just I worry. I worry about these. I want to to be honest. I do want to. I would love. You can it. trade Stafford. It's not going to happen. I mean, it's it's literally there's zero percent chance it's happening. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe not zero. There's one percent chance it's happening. The only way it happens, I've, and this sucks, is if Stafford says I'm retiring. Yeah. Then it happens. Then it happens. 100. percent So please retire Stafford, then unretire, get traded. Or or stay. Who cares? Like let's let Tua sit for a year. I don't give a shit. The Lions aren't doing shit next year. No, not with Matt Patricia as our goddamn head coach, who can't fucking figure out the thing he's supposed to be able to figure out. Yeah, which is super goddamn annoying. And I really hate talking to Jeremy about this shit because it's so <laughs> fucking stupid. Well, to be honest, I I'm I was on the I was on the camp that we should retain him. Why? Because I I believe all head coaches should get three years not when you're an imbecile well i just it's it's tough to implement a system in in you know in two years usually it's that third year the baylor coach have you heard his story everywhere he's went in year three it's been he's like he's like one so the first two years he hasn't done that well. He's been he puts he implements a system in year three he wins and he's gonna Does do he the get same progressively thing in worse until year three. Like I mean this this is like such a big backtrack. Not even in terms of our record wise, but just in terms of our defensive output and how terrible it was and how that all coincides with the moves the general manager is making, like by <laughs> trading away Quandre Diggs. But and then, Quandre Diggs was statistically one of the worst safeties I in the league. Don't, give a shit about he graded out as one of the worst he graded out as one of the worst safeties at by pro football focus you're ruining a locker room culture when you're trading away one of a player that is a decent player and when he went to seattle made some fucking big moves on those games he had one game where he had a multi which had two picks um hey what did you did you even notice him in this last game i don't even know if he started i'm just saying like i i mean he's he wasn't he he was hyped up and people love him because of his story and and in how he played last year, but he's a converted cornerback who's been pretty pretty average throughout his career, and he's been he was he 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 regressed this year. I know, man. I'm a I'm a believer in um, uh, team chemistry is more important than statistics, like and whatnot. Like whether you're great at like. That fucked the locker room when they traded him. Maybe sure. we were, maybe we, maybe that was a good thing though. If we were already out of it and we knew we weren't going to win, then yeah, I'm agree with the fucking tank as much as you can. But 
I don't know if we were if if Stafford played the whole year and if we still had Quandre Diggs and we had a competent person running our defense, then I think we could have we could have and should have been in playoff contention. I don't know. I don't see. I didn't see it. Our offense. I mean, going into this year, like, every every national, all the national experts, everyone else saw the Lions as the bottom of the barrel. And I thought that was crazy, and then it turned out to be fucking true. Because we see, because as Lions fans, we always are optimistic. Well, and because Stafford got, they were there were people calling us going three and fourteen or three and thirteen, which we went three twelve and one. But I mean, if Stafford played the whole year, we probably win at least two more games. Sure. That's still terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. So, I mean, it, it doesn't fucking, matter. It's, it's it, better I, to win three than five, uh, to be honest. I hate winning, or I hate rooting for the Lions. Right, not, we, have, we, have, we have one more game to get to, right? Or yeah. no, this is the last one we were talking about. Okay, so uh, Chiefs. Texans wins. Texans, Chiefs. This is to me the other game I think people might be split on just because people like the Texans. Oh. But the Chiefs are going to murder them. I Chiefs are my Super Bowl pick. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, I Like I said, I go for quarter best quarterback and i still think the best quarterback in the league is patrick mahomes you do you don't you don't like um uh that lamar boy huh i like lamar but he's not a, he's not a, he's not the best quarterback i think he's the best quarterback. he's the best player right now i think he's the best but, quarterback this year besides i mean russell wilson might be better you can't no so he's not the best he's not the best quarterback he's the best all overall player because teams don't know how to defend their scheme but patrick mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, well, I guess I don't know. I, I, I think just because you don't know how to defend Lamar, that's not a knock against him in terms. It's of, not a knock against like, him. He, I just, he plays that position better than anyone right now. Yeah, I Lamar. You put Lamar on the Chiefs. You think they're better or worse? The Chiefs. Yeah, Lamar's on the Chiefs instead of Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't know. Well, what do you think? This is an opinion-based show. What's your take? I'm I I si- I'm still siding with Mahomes overall. So you think you put you put Mahomes on the Ravens, they're better? Better? Than they are right now, yeah. I think maybe not this year. I think Lamar had the best career year and Patrick Mahomes was hurt. You give me both players completely healthy, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes every single time. Fear number two entertainment. Damn, we didn't even get to talk about Seiko Dembuya. Seiko Dembuya, 19-year-old phenom, huh? Fucking dunk of the year so far on Tristan Thompson from the you Cavaliers. Know what? Nick, I just want to say entertainment is never usually uh, my favorite topic because, to be honest, I'm so busy these days that I barely watch anything. I keep wanting to watch shows, and I just find that I have no time to, especially because I go to bed so early. Yeah. So I'm going to say... Hold up on beer number two. <laughs> All right. Let's just continue the sports section for now. <laughs> okay. Um, well, before we do, let's just quickly talk about the Bonnaroo lineup. Fine. I looked at it, and it. so I've been trying to t- convince my wife to let me go to Bonnaroo because it's right around my birthday. Chelsea, please let him go. It's the most fun he'll ever have in his life, um, except for the time he first met you. But I just I looked at the lineup, and to be honest... I'm not. I it didn't. I was hoping for. I was hoping for more. Oh, okay. Well, I was um, just. Ho- I was hoping. I was hoping for stuff that there was nothing. Nothing jumped out at me and excited mm-hmm. me. 
that's what that's like that's what bummed me out is because i thought at least one day there would be someone that i'd be like yeah like i want to see that person but like who would be like a someone that you would want to see um like well for i mean i don't know like right now so like, is there a is there a person? Like, I mean, there is. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Bonnaroo, like Bonnaroo like that people. Bonnaroo hype. Bonner, yeah, like Bonnaroo people. Like, let's say NF was there. Oh, okay. Okay, like sure. Then I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hyped to go see that. Or MGK was there. Got you. Then I'm gonna get like I need I need some I need a rapper probably, mm-hmm. and I need um like I listen to a lot of um like Machine Gun Kelly NF. Um, does nf have that panini song no that's um that's the guy hey, panini. no, 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 no nf panini. is a is a are you sure i'm he's pretty from sure grand records no that's uh lil nas oh yeah lil nas x um nf is a white rapper from grand rapids who started out as oh, christian i did not know he was he doesn't swear and he's uh, I know Jeremy likes him. Makes yeah. more sense now that I know that he's white. <laughs> he's a Christian <laughs> Sorry, rapper. Sorry, Jeremy, I love you. Um, but uh, he's he's uh, or G Easy. Like, give me, give me Joiner Lucas. Like, give me some mm. someone. Or like, run the jewels. Do you like run the jewels? I no, like not to the point. I don't really know them yeah, that well, no, but I, I know, know they're like rap. I, I listen to a little bit. I mean, there's probably play. There's probably artists that I would find that I would probably really like. And, like, there's, like, Flume. I like Flume, but, like, I'm not super pumped to go see Flume. Yeah, they're, like, the second headliner on day, uh, is it day two? Yeah, day, th- well, second major day on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, that's, that's wait, is that, the, is that the day with um uh, Miley Cyrus? No, that's Lizzo. Ah. Uh, Miley Cyrus is Friday. Who Who's the headliner for that one? Tool. Tool, man. Fucking Tool, Miley Cyrus. I think Dashboard's on that day. Run the jewels, yeah. uh, bass, bass nectar, bass nectar. This is the best. I mean, I've only been to one year before this, but this lineup is so much better than last year's. Um, because you got the main headliners in Tool, Lizzo, which Lizzo's the first ever woman to headline Bonnaroo. Ooh, I lie. There is one artist I'd really want to see. Shout out to uh, Andy Tabor, uh, shout Wixom out police officer. But uh, Kevin Gates is performing on Saturday. And okay. me and him are just huge into Kevin Gates. I don't know who that is. He's a rapper, and he has some of the most ridiculous songs. I wonder... He uh, sings, uh, I got two phones, or he's got... Uh, I got five on it. No, he does not sing <laughs> I got five on it. You probably don't know him because you're Nick, and why would you know I'm who just Kevin getting, Gates is? I'm just is? getting into this kind of music, man. Yeah, I'm like, why? I mean, Has you it would... been a year yet since I started liking music that wasn't alternative emo rap? Okay. Or rock, not rap. Sorry. Yeah. So, but he has this. He 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 has this song. He has some like ridiculous songs. He's like very gangster. But I love I love some Kevin Gates and there's also Nelly. But he's only performing yeah. country grammar. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Well, it says Nelly performing country grammar. He'll play one some of his classics. <laughs> so is he just gonna come out and perform country grammar and then leave? He's gonna play shimmy shimmy go go buff. He's gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. That's <laughs> country grammar. Oh well, then cool. That's, That's all, all he's gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an hour straight of that song over and over again and see how crazy the crowd goes. Oh, Tame Impala is the last one, right? The last big. I don't headliner. even know who that is. They headlined a uh, Mopop last year oh, did with they? Vampire Weekend, who Vampire Weekend is also here. I started listening to Vampire Weekend. I just to me it was kind of boring. 
I like it. It's it's like fruity rock. I don't know. <laughs> it's fun. I thought I was gonna like them because that, that people were hyping them up so much when they were at Mopop, and then I tried to listen to them. I just I'm I'm pretty like open to my music. Like I'll listen to everything, mm-hmm. but um, I just couldn't get into it. It's they they're one they're they were in the group of six of the first records I bought. In my okay. Life. And I bought it just randomly, not ever listening to anything. Oh, you like know that. who's gonna be there? It's gonna have a huge. Who's not? Who probably should at this point in 2020 mm-hmm. should be a headliner. Who? And I just, I'm, I'm now just fully looking through everyone. I was only looking at kind of the top like five or six. Yeah. But the baby is Saturday. Who's the baby? I, th- I know that name. Uh, he's a probably one of the biggest rappers right now. Dude, I fucking can't wait for this um, shit. Um, he's like, do you have, dude, do you have a TikTok? No. Okay, so I, I know down- what it is. I but... down there's it's it's hilarious. Um I downloaded it just to like as a joke, just to like look at it. Mm-hmm. And then it's there's, just like a there's, new vine, right? There's literally TikToks about I downloaded this as a joke and now I'm addicted. Okay. Like like it's <laughs> like that. Like I I'll just be strolling through it and then the next thing I know it's been 3 hours. Oh damn. Because it's just <laughs> I don't whole... need that shit in my life. <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious, but the baby is like one of the biggest TikTok so- like all of his a lot of his songs yeah. are some of the biggest TikTok dances. Mm. He's that Saturday his stage I guarantee you is going to be packed. I wonder which stage is going to be. I wonder what stage, which stage, who stage and their stage or whatever they are they're you, called. Do you think the colors mean anything? The colors, I think I'm guessing those are the biggest ones, but also they could be the ones that are pl- played on the main stage um because it goes from like noon to like two in the morning right and the other ones like there's like four other stages that people are playing at consecutively it's it's a wild experience like even if you don't like the lineup going is oh is yeah insane i mean to be honest like i'm not huge into country and i always have fun at faster horses yeah so this I made mean, me consider going to faster horses but after i went to a country show well you would enjoy <laughs> faster horses with us because mm-hmm. we don't we stay at a it would be a different experience because oh, you we guys stay don't at, camp right we stay at a lake house with a huge group of friends play mm. drinking games and stuff all day yeah, yeah. and then go to the concert at night right so like it's a different does experience it, in camping does faster horses have like shit to do after like all the music's done or is it just camping uh just camping we Dude, go that's the best thing about they have like fucking these like places like there's this place called where in the woods that we we were going to make sure we were camping next to again it's just like a constant like the DJ goes on stage there until five in the morning. I see. This is why I don't really want to go to Bonnaroo, Nick, is because <laughs> I literally go to bed at ten p.m. Well, yeah, you're gonna have to um uh, change your sleep schedule a little bit if you go to Bonnaroo. Yeah, I just don't know if I can. I'm so used to like I struggle. Like it's mm. very hard for me to stay awake. Like I did it. I like on um our Christmas party here. Yeah. I. At like eleven o'clock, I told your brother, I was like, "I'm, I'm so tired." I was like, "I need to leave." It's <laughs> like I'm gonna leave in an hour, and then I took some shots and like tried to stay like talking to people, and mm-hmm. I made it, and I I made it three hours, but then I was like, "I'm done." Well, think about it. You get down there like Wednesday morning, then you have Wednesday where nothing really goes on. You can um try to push your limits, stay up a little later. Thursday, um, you have the Grand Ole Opry, which I don't even really know what that means, but. Uh, you don't really need to go to brew for that. Just stay up even later, and then Friday you're good to go because you have all this. Oh, you also get all this like energy from everyone there because there's right. so many fucking people there. It's crazy. It's yeah, like, you're so you're overstimulated. It's wild. Yeah, 
I, and, you I, know, drugs. Well, I mean, <laughs> see, that's the thing. I don't do drugs. So <laughs> it would me, it would be... I mean, I do drugs. I do alcohol. So yeah. I, I'd probably be... I'd just be drinking. Right. So, I whatever. Mean, I mean, it would work. It'd be fine. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Think about it. Um, uh, it'd be great. would love to have you. We're going we're gonna to get a totem. You know what a totem is? A totem pole? Yeah, like you get like a, this big long stick, and you have like your logo. We're gonna do the love circle logo. Hell yeah! So like, cause we're all gonna split up and go see what we want to see. And if we ever need to to get back together, it's gonna be a totem. We're gonna make a like a lit up love circle logo. That's sick. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, but anyways, your hold up. Back to sports. Yes. Please. Uh, want to talk about the Pistons? Sure. Or do you have something specific you want to talk about? Well, I, I had a few different things I, I wanted to talk about. One being, have you heard the big scandal, the DraftKings scandal? No, no actually, it's I been haven't. actually making mainstream new, like media news. Oh shit! Like, I mean, is it DraftKings' fault? Um, or is it like a a player? It's a player. It kind of okay. it kind of mixes entertainment and sports into one. Perfect. Good, so, good hold up. Nice. Right. So, um, <clears throat> so DraftKings. Daily yeah. Fantasy Sports. For those people who aren't very familiar with it, because I'm sure people that listen to Split Six aren't the biggest sporties, because all the guests usually hate sports. No, they either <laughs> hate sports or politics. This is the first time entertainment has been held up since I started this segment. Yeah, so um, anyways, Jade, I don't know her last name, Jade Roper or something, she was a mm. contestant on The Bachelor. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And um, she... She won the Millionaire Maker this week, right? Yeah. So <laughs> there's this big controversy because she won the Millionaire Maker. And so all results are very public, right? Right. So I can go on um, to the website, a website and poll. If I want to see what Eric or anyone, I just have to type in your DraftKings username. And I can find out what where you finished in tournaments and your lineups. Oh, so it's pretty open. Yeah. Like you don't right. really have any privacy to your... I guess, I guess that's an important thing. Right. Or something like that, because people would accuse you of cheating. Otherwise. Right. So, her husband, or who is also a... Her husband is in the, he's like the a, Bachelor? He's, he's a DraftKings. He's like a big player. Wait, wait. Did you say she was on The Bachelor? She was on The, she was on the Bachelor. So she had a husband and she was on The Bachelor? Well, now, like her boyfriend or husband now, she wasn't, I don't think she won. Oh, okay. Jade Roper, hold on. Yeah, I don't even know if half of those people that go on those shows are even She's single. an ex-Bachelor contestant. So she was on The Bachelor. Um, okay, so she was, she was, yeah. So she was on, she was on The Bachelor. She's now... Like dating or marry or her no she now has a husband, mm-hmm. his name is Tanner Tolbert. He's a known like shark in the DFS industry. Explain shark for our listeners. So shark means he's like a pro. He plays a he plays high volume, a lot of money. He plays multi entry like twenty five dollars. He'll put it in a hundred and fifty times. So he what is that? A lot of money. So basically, he's like found a way to like rig the system. He's, like well, no, he's, a, log, he's a, a logarithms or logarithms. Or well, whatnot. he's a pro player. He has enough bankroll to be mm. able to submit thousands and thousands of dollars every single day. Yeah. Into contests to give himself the best chance at winning. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and he's very known. He's like a contributor on like he has like his own stuff. He's a very well known person. And he's dating an ex-bachelor contestant, Jade. 
Okay. Jade wins this weekend's Millionaire Maker. Okay. They pull people go. That's weird. Like, yeah. Bachelor, like Bachelor Girl wins a Millionaire Maker. Feels okay. weird, right? Right. So they pull her contest. They pull so you can pull her ownership percentages of all players. Mm-hmm. So she first off she her she entered 150 lineups. He's using she with quotations. Yeah. So she like entered 150 lineups into the Millionaire Maker, mm-hmm. and then had so let's say for every quarterback. If you, we listed them out, there's six game, there's six quarter or eight quarterbacks last weekend, right? Yeah. So, her fiance or her husband Tanner had like, for example, eighty percent um, Breeze, sixty percent this um, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson, Allen, and then she had the exact opposite. Okay. So she had like zero percent Breeze, and he had eighty. So. What you can tell based off this is that they were hedging their bets. Chances are he just played 300 lineups and used her account, as I put it in quotation marks, as like she was playing, but she doesn't know anything about football. So wait, like how is it? How is is this illegal? What they're doing? Right. So you are not allowed to um, share accounts or. Um, like you're not allowed to help like play the same like build like build a lineups together or do what they did and basically take two accounts and play it as one. Okay. So they had. I don't so, see how you can legally argue that though. So as a so the rate the way you can argue it is the fact that they both entered 150 lineups into a tournament. And the only difference was the quarterbacks? Well, no, all their players basically were complete opposites. So they, they tried to, because normally in 150 lineups, mm-hmm. you're trying to differentiate yourself. You know, you have to take some hard stands, but you're trying to, like, spread your player pool out and take some hard stand. You're going to own some people a lot more than others. Yeah. But you're going to own a little bit of everyone. And okay. maybe there's a couple players you don't play. Well, then her account, she plays the opposite like the players he barely owns she plays a lot of okay and the players he owns a lot she keeps she plays a little bit of so they're basically playing basically what's happening is it's 150 lineup max tournament oh so you can only and have 150 lineups. right and they're playing 300 got you he's basically the the what the argument is is that he she doesn't know anything about football all of her tweets she never tweets about sports She's tweeted that she hates fantasy sports. Like a few months yeah. ago, he was on a on a TV show, and like it was like name something that drives your significant other crazy, and he put fantasy football, mm-hmm. right? Like this is a, so she obviously didn't enter these tournaments, right? She doesn't like sports. Yeah, clearly there's some fucking foul play. Yeah, and then he so she then after she wins tries to like tweet about it. She's like, oh. Tanner told me not to play DK Metcalf, except he played seventy percent DJ Met, DK Metcalf, and she played eighty percent. So they both played D, DK yeah. Metcalf. So like she was trying that to made like, it co- worse. she was trying to cover it up. So the DFS industry on Twitter this week has been having a freaking ball 
like going after these two yeah. to the point where they blocked everyone, like have not said anything since Sunday. DraftKings is investigating the situation because it's straight up against the rules to mm. like it would be it would be like if I same for me, like I if I if I wanted a better chance to win, I would sign my wife up, Chelsea, up for an account mm-hmm. and just base it it's her account. So I'm going to play, I'm going to like build Give advice. Right. I'm going to give advice to her. So that's why I think it's hard to legally argue against it. Like, like you can't really. Like, it's unless one of them confesses to like, yeah, I did this for her. The problem is they can. I I was just like trying to copy my husband and go against him. Yeah, but they're going to, they're going to, they can pull all, I mean, they're not going to do anything at the end. Everyone knows they're not going to do anything. They can't do anything. They can. The also the person that came in second in the tournament has hired a lawyer who's like defended a whole bunch of like high profile people because he thinks he was gypped out of winning a million dollars. I mean, he's got a he's got a good argument, but I don't think how that wins. I don't. I can't see how that wins legally unless an admission of guilt. So I don't know how you can prove that he was setting lineups for her. And even if he was, like, like I I don't think it's it's probably not illegal to ask for advice, right? Well, it's not illegal to ask for advice. Because that's what listening to a podcast about right, it would be. Right, Yeah, but it's illegal for to have someone Did, build have, their lineups exactly to correlate with yours. That's illegal, though? Yeah, it's against the rules. The DraftKings rules. Oh, you can't have... You cannot work you together You can't have somebody with, else have an app. Like, you cannot get a group to, a group of people together and, like, and try to, like, build every possible combination and split the money. How do they even... How, how do you possibly? Because you can how do you prove possibly it. Get get like not, how can you not get away with that? Because you can prove it through like because everything is so public. You can mm. prove it through. You can literally pull the percentage of players people played. So yeah. you can tell if people correlated and basically try to get a hundred percent ownership of every single player. So it's po- So it's possible to do that. It's. It, not what if, you met, what, what, player, what, what, what if you met in person and like had no no way for people to trace what oh, you're doing? I mean, it happens. Lineup sharing like, is also against the rules, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if but let's, I, let's fuck the system. So let's say like lineup sharing is against the rules. So let's say hypothetically, I build a lineup and I say, Nick, play this lineup. It's going to win you money. Mm-hmm. And we both play the same lineup, and I gave you that lineup. That's technically against the rules. Now, in low stakes and like cash game, no one gives a shit, right? right. That happens. Across, I mean, that's all, like essentially listening to podcasts about that well, shit, the, right? And, and with all the content creators and optimizers and everything, there's optimizers that build lineups for you. People mm-hmm. will run an optimizer and play that lineup. Is that like a computer program? Yeah, that builds. That like there's websites you can pay for that have projections and build lineups based on the best possible most amount of points that you can fit in your lineup. This is fucking wild. I did not know it got. I guess and anywhere, well, anytime and, money's on the line, shit's gonna so, get like this. So this is the reason why listening to podcasts and like I pay, f- I I pay for websites that give mm-hmm. me um, premium projections, premium articles, um, and stuff like. And then I do a lot of research. Me and me and Eric talk a lot. You know, we're constantly looking at results from previous tournaments, seeing how the pros built their lineups, what decisions did they make that we're not thinking of. Like these are all things we're thinking of, right? That amount of that amount of like level of research and that amount of level of like just like even just paying for something 
and right. you in using a premium website gives me an advantage over 95 percent of the field and that's legal that's legal because i'm not no one's but having, my but having your wife me. play a different lineup than you is illegal a different lineup no but like when you're mass entering and you're basically using basically the reason it's illegal is she didn't build the lineups. It was he used two accounts to build 300 lineups. Right, but but it could be said that you don't build your own lineups if you're using three or four different podcasts that you pay for to get information on your lineups. Like kind of kind of the same thing if you think about it. Yes, but those websites aren't going to build you. You're even paying for the content right. rather than he's just like giving his wife advice on what she should do and maybe it's helping him out but right is it is it illegal to give bad advice to help yourself the the issue to help is your marriage the issue, to help you as a community the issue, i don't know i don't see the, i don't really don't see a flaw here the issue is the issue is she didn't play DraftKings. she he created an account under the 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 theory is what people are accusing them mm. of is she doesn't even know about draft she doesn't she hates sports he opened an account in her name to play 300 entries to better his odds. Does that guarantee you winning? Absolutely not. It just doubles your chances of winning. Yeah, I think I don't see anything wrong with that, to be honest. Like, right, but it's it's just like the I, reason, I, the re- I've, I've helped uh, my women friends draft a team. Yeah, but the the reason it's it's not okay is playing on two different accounts is like very against the rules right but like if you have a person attached to it that's not playing i don't think that's legally against the rules like unless she says yes he did all this for me and he's the one that set it up (laughs) this guy's got free i don't know you know why they need to block people like how can you legally argue against that so if they were to look so there's a thing like it's just collusion so they could they could pull maybe not just one tournament could prove it, but if they pull all the results in all of their lineups for all of their contests entered, and it was built like they were talking and, and building lineups together, that's technically against oh, is the it rules. Illegal? Is it illegal to build lineups like together? That, yes. Like even if you're two separate people. Like if yes. Like if me and you try to build right, and like we that? were built and we were like, I'm gonna play a lot of Derrick Henry. You don't oh, play a lot of Derrick Henry. Okay, that makes more sense. It's against the rules. All right. That that makes more sense, right? But here's my question: um, Is it illegal for me to lie to you and tell you what I was building, and not actually tell you what I was building, and influence your decisions? Well, the problem is, tell, it, like, it's hey, very say, hard hey. to prove. That's right. why direct. That, that's, it's all hearsay. Well, listen, every all the like everyone like okay. Here's what the hard thing is: everyone in the draft in in the DFS community mm-hmm. knows what happened. Literally everyone knows that he right. built three hundred. I know. Lineups. I know what happened. He built three hundred lineups, right? Clearly, everyone that's what knows happened. that, right? There's, there's no doubt. I, you're gonna be hard pressed to find anyone that thinks Jade, the former bachelor bachelor <laughs> contestant, who literally hates f- sports and yeah. has tweeted about hating fantasy football, built a hundred and fifty. Learned how to build a hundred. Let I don't even build a hundred and fifty lineups, and I play DraftKings daily. Yeah. And I don't. I still don't build a hundred. So this person who hates fantasy football built. So the, everyone knows that she yeah. didn't do it. But the problem is, it is very it's hard to very it's hard, hard to legally. To yeah, legally fight against because it's very like, hard to prove. You know, like you can prove it. But I it's could still, go tomorrow and build hundred and fifty DraftKings lineups. You know, none of them would win because I'm not fucking good at that shit. But but if I, could I were, randomly, do but it. if I said, hey Nick. I'm. I, let's say I normally build 150 lineups, and I say, "Hey mm. Nick, 
I, you don't ever build. I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna build you 150 lineups. So I make it so they're completely like uh, yeah. correlated to my lineups. And, and I, I share say, the money. And with I you. say, and I say, if we, if either of us win, we're gonna share the money. Yeah, that's yeah. illegal. Okay, that makes more sense. It's probably a little. I mean, it's 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 still impossible to prove, but like, yeah, you know, it's like they can people it. do shitty. Like, there are so many things that people do that are fucking shitty that you just know they did, but you can't prove it. Like, it's just like fucking Harvey Weinstein in fucking court right now. You know, this guy raped and sexually assaulted a bunch of people, but can you legally prove it? Not really, and that's well, why and if he's you still could, walking free. And, and if you could, they would just find a way to kill him because Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. That's uniting the nation. That's about the only thing that's united the nation. We got to still about five minutes before we get to that. But <laughs> um, I want to. The last thing I want to talk about is: Did you you know who Logan Paul is? Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you want to talk about Antonio Antonio Brown? Yeah. <laughs> did you see that? I saw his tweet. Yeah. To square up, I don't know what, what in reference what happened? it's from. Okay, so I I, lo- I I saw the whole thing unfold like basically live. Okay, so real quick, Antonio Brown. Former Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, also I guess technically Oakland Raiders and New England Patriots wide receiver. Logan Paul, YouTube star that got into infamy for going to Japan, going to the suicide forest and like showing pictures okay, of dead people. That's not why he got in infamy. He was way famous before that. That's what, it, it almost ended it, him. I, I said in, that, I said infamy. Oh. Okay. Uh, famous for being a, a YouTube star. Oh, okay. I don't really know what he did on YouTube, but I know why I know about him, and it's because of his infamy. Okay. Which is why I think most people know about him. Maybe. That aren't children that watch YouTube. Hey. And you. <laughs> I'm a huge YouTube watcher. I can't even tell you the amount of hours I Look spend Look out on for it. the podcast, baby. Um, but, so, uh, Logan Paul is very, he's a, he's a sore loser. He lost his last boxing match against KSI, who's another YouTuber. He's a boxer? They box. Um, this YouTube so I shit is like a different culture. I could, that I'm not I could aware spend of. an. I probably should, that could have been a hold up section. I could talk about YouTube <laughs> drama, um, but KSI. So YouTube is very split between like international and USA. Okay. So internationally, KSI is a huge YouTuber. Like he's a. He makes just videos about. He raps. He makes funny videos. He makes just vlogs, everything, yeah. and he's super popular in like Europe, and he's European. Logan Paul is one of the, if not one, is one of the biggest creators in America. Mm. They had a boxing match uh, like two years ago because they just they get they didn't like each other very much, so they were like let's box, make money. Yeah. So they boxed, um, and it was called a draw. Okay, right. So they. Uh, Whatever, another a year let a year later they decided to rematch. KSI won. It was uh, Logan Paul is a sore loser. Thought he should have. There was a couple calls that he thought should have went his way that didn't. Whatever he was a sore loser, but he's he's a he's a decent boxer. Like he's better than you or I, right? Like well, yeah, he's, he's probably trained, not training. He's trained a little bit. Whatever. He's not very good, but whatever. He's a big guy. He's like six three, two hundred some pounds. Like he's he could he could fight. Any KSI is huge too. So he's like a decent boxer. He's gonna beat your just normal person, and he's pretty powerful. So how does how does Antonio Brown fit into this? Well, Antonio, no one fucking no one. Antonio Brown's been acting like a f- crazy wild fool. Yeah, fucking wild person. <laughs> yeah, just in, at no white women twenty twenty. Like that's his whole thing right you see now. His, uh, I did not see his music video from his rap thing, but I. Mm-hmm. I heard it was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He's like, 
going off the rails. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. I think Vantez Perfect fucked his brain up. Oh, for <laughs> sure. I mean, CTE's gotten to him. But anyways, we're running out of time. So anyways, but anyways, how does, how does so Logan Paul was like, I wanna. I want to I want to knock out Antonio like I want to beat the shit out of Antonio Brown okay. and then Antonio Brown says square up mm. and then Logan Paul said all right let's do it so now obviously if they make that fight they're both going to make a lot of money because a damn bunch of people the future is fucking wild man dude it's all dude the male testosterone runs the world like yeah I believe just that just being able to just when two people that hate each other get into a ring to beat each other up. People want to watch that. Yeah, I mean, even two people, even if they're not in a ring, like two, just anywhere, two people co- fucking controlling a, a imagine, country, imagine, and hating each other. Well, imagine anywhere. Fear number three: politics. The president grabbed me. All right, on to everyone's favorite seg- segment: uh, politics. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not, I'm not opposed. You're not opposed to what politics? Talking politics. Good. There's a lot to talk about. Hey, what, what, are you sure? There's not much has been happening in the world. Let's be honest. The year it's been turned pretty boring. It's been pretty boring around here these days. Honestly, this podcast was started after Trump got elected, right after, and that's like the reason for this podcast, and for a lot of podcasts, to be honest, because of how crazy the world is. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> started from this one. I poured this beer awfully. I mean, I'm right behind you. Like, what did I? This is the first beer I ever poured. Whoa, mine is almost overflowing. Yeah, like <laughs> this has to be the, this has to be the first beer I've ever drank. The more beer you drink, the harder it is. So, to Nick, pour. I was to be honest, I was actually planning. My plan was to not drink alcohol until the end of my uh, until I was in Disney. Um, oh, okay. And so, so I, some form of dry January. So, well, it wasn't even really that. It's just I, I'm like really. I started a new workout program, mm-hmm. and I'm really chasing some like goals, and alcohol just gets in the way of that. So, um, but I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna decline the uh, <laughs> the split six podcast. You can't. It breaks the rules. Even though they're, I think I've had a guest that didn't drink on here. I've had. You've had I've, you've I've had, had guests that only maybe only had a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always kind of get a little bummed about that, but I understand. I mean, people have to drive and. Some people can't hold their alcohol very well. So. Right. <laughs> I, thankfully, don't ever have to drive because I live here. <laughs> but Kassam <laughs> Soleimani was assassinated by the United States uh, right after the new year, posing <laughs> and starting a bunch of uh, World War Three memes. Oh, hilarious <laughs> memes. <laughs> hilarious uh, TikToks, hilarious memes, hilarious, uh, yeah, just po- Twitter, just going going wild <laughs> yeah it was it, it, it's like all my twitter has been is world war three and the nfl playoffs <laughs> yeah basically. which shows you how powerful I mean, the world, nfl is <laughs> world war three was was trending on twitter for three straight days yeah which is like never happened nothing ever trends that long mm. so i mean i think the fact of it being a world war is a little over exaggerated but um is still the situation is dire uh, might have settled down a little bit after these recent uh, uh, Iran missile strikes onto U.S. bases in Iraq that somehow didn't kill a single person. Iraqi bases that were housing American military? Right. So, you know, 
I mean, yeah, we've been using Iraq as a uh, proxy for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Soleimani was a like a general in the Iran army. He was a terrorist. Uh, it, yeah, straight up. <laughs> no one. I don't think anyone's crying that he died. I think the main thing was like, okay, this is going to escalate tensions between them. Uh, these countries, as in the U.S. and Iran, and yeah. Iran, Iran stands no chance against right. the United States. Well, that's yeah, that's and that's the whole, the whole funny. I mean, that's the whole funny part about this whole thing is we killed them because there were. I mean, and we'll never know, right? So we can only go based off what we're told. I mean, we'll know in like sixty years when sure. everything gets declassified. Yeah, but at the, this point in time, it was. You know, they were. He was posing a prominent threat. He also was a cocky asshole who mm. never hid and was in like always made it a point to be like in plain sight, and while making threats against like the U.S. So we said, "Fine, just kill you then." Um, from what I heard was that um, the the people went met with Trump at Mar-a-Lago and presented him with a bunch of different options, and they put killing of Soleimani on there as like. The most extreme option, hoping that he would pick some other options to retaliate against uh, Iran-backed militias protesting outside of U.S. embassies and whatnot, and then you know surprised everyone by picking the most extreme option because you know it's of course he did. It's fucking Trump. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Obama killed a ton of people with drones. Yeah, no, that's that's fucked. And I, I actually just listened to a podcast on like how this is all legal. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the thing that's never talked about is like because it wasn't a big thing because Obama had like a good presidency and everyone liked him. Most people liked him. Mm-hmm. So like all the shit that he was doing that were, would have been like kind of uh, would have been brought a lot of skeptics out kind of just went under the radar. Right. It, it, I think it's more of more so because of the fact that social media wasn't where it is now when Obama was presidency. Like now it's like it's not just like the young people that are on social media not giving a shit about like the important and by important i mean like the people in power that are on social media now with the people getting older and experiencing social media more where everything you know you we 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 know everything that's happening everywhere right. essentially yeah i mean at the end of the day like um america we have to we have to remain the we we have to like in order to not there's or there's a reason why there hasn't ever been a war on our soil. There's a reason there ever there hasn't there hasn't been like we've had we've had instances and we've had mass shootings and stuff we've hurt ourselves, but there's a reason there hasn't been major conflict and major things on our soils because no one's gonna no one's gonna fuck with the USA. I think there's a few reasons and that is one of them because of nuclear weapons that we have. And also I think and us being separated by oceans and only having two countries bordering us is a big reason to it especially one of them we're friendly with one of them we're just like we Supporting. just we're, we we support but like Hate i don't know, half, half of our country fucking hates mexico yeah um but uh oh, we like we you know like imagine, the, we imagine like the resorts imagine being in a country in europe where all the world wars have been where you, you have like 10 countries bordering each country you know yeah. it's like it's a lot easier to create division in that kind of scenario even though they've been you know, honestly, lucky to only have two wars. That's why the European Union, I think, is such a good thing because, like, everyone's together rather than everyone's just doing their own shit. And, like, when a country gets desperate, they're going to go and do whatever they can to get their people. And that's why this attack on uh, 
Soleimani, I think, is so reckless because it's put Iran and the people of Iran in a people or in in a state of disarray because he was worshipped there, like because he because he's an asshole because he made them feel safe, like he was. He, he was a lot of the reasons why people don't attack Iran. And Iran has been, like, one of the most stable countries in the Middle East for a long time. Like, like when the Iraq war was going on or the war in Afghanistan, like, Iran was, like, a, a country of stability there where they have, like, their own sophisticated society, sophisticated military, and, you know, a, a, a stable thing until, you know, we start meddling in their shit, telling them that they can't have nuclear weapons and whatnot. And then we had the Iran deal, and then you know they were they were okay with that. They agreed with that to get the sanctions off them. And then Trump pulls out of it without any of the other countries that have signed on. They they're they're they all are all, all are still in, but now they've halted all of that. So you know, and I'm I'm very pro letting 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 any country do whatever the fuck they want, like. If you want to have a nuclear weapon, it's straight up for self-defense because if you're not the USA or Russia or someone in the United Nations, then no one's going to launch a nuke at you because you just get decimated. Mutually assured destruction is something I've been preaching since this podcast has came out, and that's the only reason North Korea hasn't been invaded and stopped for like the shit that they do. Yeah. Because they... I mean to be honest, it's just it's it's hard for me to be honest. Like and I don't know. Like there's there's definitely there's definitely things that I I I I'm I don't agree with. But it's hard for me to really feel any sympathy for like I the Iranian people. I understand they're innocent people, and I've I've recently watched a vlog of someone that travels the world and goes to these crazy places and mm-hmm. shows you the inside and just the normal people and the everyday people of these places and that's opened my eyes to like you know these people a lot of the people in the country don't have a choice they just live there right right but then there's also people in the country that um you know have hate like down with usa you know burn the usa flags hanging out their windows and stuff like that so but when it comes to the regimes and like the in in this general who's basically you can call him a general but he's just a terrorist um is you can call everyone in the USA a terrorist i mean especially if you're talking about obama's bomb strikes that killed like countless civilians yeah, like sure. we are like a global terrorist yeah, we're like I mean, we if if what we say doesn't go they're not going to uh, then we are we are we are straight up terrorists in that in that regard yeah i mean if you want to like, use that argument yeah no, I understand, but when you have, but at the end of the day, I'm a, a you know, are the when U.S. lives have been impacted by this general, and and U.S. you know, and U.S. lives could be impacted in, in the future, and this dude's obviously anti-USA and and is very open about that those claims, and we have the opportunity to remove someone who imposes a prominent threat to U.S.A. Um, civilians. I just don't care. I just there's you cannot there's not an ounce of me that gives a shit if. What he about died. like the uh, twelve other people that died with him? Don't care. Why are you with him? I'm like like you just said like you don't have a choice from where you were grown up. Well, no, you're. You I mean if you're with if you're with him, you're 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 probably be, you probably are pretty close with him. Um, uh, maybe I don't know. Like I feel like everyone's just at a place where they are because of like 
unforeseen circumstances and you're probably making your best decisions you can make and it's just like the cycle of the world because Listen, when you want to i mean when you want to like when you're gonna take out a prominent figure like that um like there's obviously gonna be there no matter who it is there's gonna be people with them you're not gonna just assassinate one person like they're always gonna have a group of people around them for protection yeah, but we so, just didn't give a shit no of course not we don't care what why would you care i don't give a shit i i feel no sympathy for those people and um, i'm a person of empathy and I don't have any. It really sounds like it. <laughs> well, I know I am, but I'm not for I'm not for I'm not for people that have a have a passion to see America die. Well, I mean, like, all right. So I feel like that argument just holds no fucking weight, especially when America is allied with fucking Saudi Arabia and MBS, who has literally admitted to murdering a reporter for having dirt on him we literally murder people in our own country for the same shit right and i'm not i'm not standing for that shit either i'm just i'm just saying the whole thing is fucked and why i don't know why you're supporting this when (laughs) when there are clearly more evil actors in the world than uh salamani who i'm not trying to stick up for wait 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 there there are more evil people but not so not as evil as he is that are just so fucking open and in the open and and like cocky that he will never get killed and no one's gonna touch him because i'm untouchable because i'm from iran and you're not gonna you you would never kill me because the consequences and what what were the consequences nick nothing they shot some missiles who they accidentally shot on a plane that was their fucking problem is that is that proven i know the plane crashed in tehran but um i think it was also (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Boeing, but it was also a 737 Boeing plane, which is the ones that have been going down. At the same time when <laughs> missiles were launched? I mean, yeah, it, w- it was shown to be on fire, so that that probably did happen, yes. Okay, so they accidentally shot a missile and they missed everything. They missed anything on the bases because they know that they, aren't al- they can't hit anything. Because if they hit anything, they're fucked. Right, which is fucked in general that... We can kill somebody on there. Like, I, I know. Put yourself in an Iranian shoot where, like, you have this country coming from overseas fucking trying to establish their... Like, they went to war with Iraq for no fucking reason. Like, there was no reason for them to legally go to war with Iraq. Like, a, a big reason that any of this has even legally happened, like, every kind of missile strike that the United States or every kind of operative that they launch is backed by a bunch of lawyers based on something that happened when Bush was in office, when 9-11 happened, where they said, like, you're... Where they all voted in Congress to be able to um, defend the United States via any means if anyone poses any kind of a threat or did anything to be involved with 9-11. And that is why this war has stretched for... The Forever. longest war in U.S. history, and it's probably going to stretch for like another ten to twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like it's because like so like there could be people born after nine eleven happened that are somehow semi associated with Al Qaeda, and <laughs> and we can just kill them without permission from Congress or anything. Are they? Are they're part of Al Qaeda? They're kill them all. Um, I have zero empathy for terrorists. Well, all right, so like. Let's let's say let's say we weren't this powerful country. Like we kill a bunch of people, right? You've admitted that we've killed a bunch of civilians, 
Usually uh, for a reason other than just... For know. a retaliation from Osama bin Laden's attack on 9-11. And that's just, well, that's just straight up then, going over. You don't think that's going to like instill distrust in the United States and hatred? Like Imagine if your country was being bombed by a foreign country across the sea that has nothing to do with you, nothing to do with what you did, and people are being killed. Yeah, I think we would start an uprising. Like you're even saying, like if 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 Iran had killed an American in those missile strikes, we'd be over there bombing them, right? Someone you don't even know, something that we don't even have anything to do we'd with. Be, I mean, the 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 bombings usually the bombings would be more targeted. They're not just gonna bomb just a a neighborhood. I mean, we essentially have. No, they're gonna bomb. They're gonna bomb areas with known Al Qaeda. Or known known terror. <laughs> right, but that's just a neighborhood. It's not like everyone in there knows that Al Qaeda's there. Or if they do, it's probably like, oh yeah, I think I, I think I heard Al Qaeda's here. You know, it's like I'm fuck. just saying, like, I th- it's fucked up. We I don't I, need I to think, be doing this. Listen, I I understand I understand your I understand where you're coming from and where where you're saying that it's not necessary. But at the end of the day, I think when you when you're when you're talking about remaining at the top um, and not having to worry about um, countries attacking you, you have to, you have to remain, you know, diligent when you're when it comes to threats. You cannot ever let them get a step ahead of you. Right, and that's what the Iranian government was based off of. Because like, if if they just let the U- United States like do whatever they want, fuck I'll... Iranians' government. I wish well, we you could gotta, kill you all gotta, of them. You gotta have fucking empathy, man. Like, imagine being in that government. Like, you're saying what you're saying about the United States and how we should react to shit. Imagine being in the Iranian government. Like, how do you retain control of a regime if, if, if you're just gonna let the USA do whatever the fuck they want all over your area when they're not even fucking there and they don't give a shit other than to have regime change and fucking sell McDonald's at their fucking place. No, they just don't want fucking people to be treated like garbage. The United States? You yeah. think they give a shit? Why why are we friends with Saudi Arabia? Why I mean, yeah, there's I mean, like there's the pe- people like, just yeah. women just were allowed to, to uh drive cars very recently and like they still do beheadings. They fucking murdered the fuck out of uh that reporter. <laughs> like they cut him up into pieces that's fucking dark garbage ass shit but the only reason we are still there friends with them is because we need them Mm -hmm. and because they sell us fucking oil it's fucking all a bunch of bullshit like you want to be you want to be a fucking uh uh, a hero and like save the world then fucking actually do it don't just do it when it's convenient to you well there's nothing that you can there's not there's nothing you can do uh, what yeah. are you gonna do? You're gonna you what are you just gonna go kill everyone? Alright, so what do you think we should do? What do you think we should have done? In what situation? Any um, ever since nine eleven, everything's been fucked in the Middle East because of us. And you think it would have been better without us. You think they would just be running perfectly fine without us. I think they'd be running how they wanna be run and um that's better than us killing a bunch of them pe- bun- bun- bunch of their people. They're killing. I mean, I I get it. I get where you're coming from. You don't from, think but... that this strike on one of the most worshipped people in our in, in Iran is not going to create? No, because he's he's been he's it's going he, to pe- he literally is tied to American casualties. Right. So fuck him. I don't care if he was just some dude who worked in a if he was like their like their you know fucking prime minister or whatever who 
who you know has never who's never ordered an attack on Americans then I don't care then yeah why would we kill him you know that's just killing someone in power but when he's a a cocky son of a bitch who literally wants to see Americans die I don't give a shit that he got killed I literally I wish I could have watched him get killed oh it's dark I don't care okay well I we're different people in that respect where I don't want people to die <laughs> like I want unless... people to die that are evil right so like but if you who put who are evil against put... my pe- who are evil against my country and that's the point the United States has been evil against his people so he thinks the same as you just was on a different side of the fucking uh ocean well welcome welcome to it so so like you don't give a shit like fucking anyone that fucks with us even if we have fucked with them previously, they can fucking die. Even if you fuck with us, we can fuck with you, but you can't fuck with us. Is that what you're saying? That's how that's how every fight works in the history of fights. Yeah, don't you see how that's fucked though? There's no how. How do you fix it? Just how do you fix it? Um, I mean, I, I don't have a fucking answer, but yeah, there's no way that. You, but I can tell not. you, I can tell you how to not escalate it. I can what? tell you how to de-escalate it. Um, just like let them be. Let them just continue to treat their treat their people like absolute shit. Um, Iran does not treat their people like shit. Give me one example of how they treat their people like shit. They're the most like one of the most affluent countries in the Middle East. People there fucking speak fluent English. Except their women have to wear they have to wear um, certain outfits in public. Yeah, well, or, okay, so I can say like, okay, our um, uh, our gay black people fucking get killed more than anywhere else in the world. Like there is. Gives and takes in every fucking country. Yeah. And, you know, it depends on what you want to stand up for. Stand up for everything or pick and choose and have fun picking and choosing because you're wrong if you're picking and choosing. Stand up for everyone or stand up for no one. Do whatever you want. I just, to be honest, at the end of the day, I just, when when there's true, there's truly, there's some, I mean, there's true evil people in our government, right? That mm. probably don't deserve to be to be alive because of this shit they did. Who killed Jeffrey Epstein? Those people deserve to die. Like, there's, you know, mm. he deserved to die because he was true evil. Like, I think true evil deserves to die, and I think the Iranian general was true evil. And I and the way he was, the way that he, the the stories I read, how just how cocky he was because he thought he was untouchable, made me want him to be dead even more. Um. Yeah, I haven't read those stories. I just listened to a whole thing of why Iran, uh, the people of Iran, like have been protesting, like, um, like some uh, of Iran. Yeah, to like in support of like why there, they why, why there was a trample big thing. each other, and then oh, and then oh, and then fucking there's gonna be a there's gonna be a memorial in Southfield today for this fucking Iranian general. I fucking doubt that. No, there was there. It's it was a huge news story. The consulate in the con. There was. I don't know. I saw a huge news story on Facebook with Rashida Tlaib uh, saying that she's trying to uh, bring the (laughs) Islam to America, and it was a video from 1989 of somebody completely different. So I don't fucking believe shit. The consulate general of the Republic of Iraq is accepting condolences for those who killed in in Iraq, and and the general. It's in for those who were killed. Yeah. And the general. Yeah, it's in Southfield. There's. A picture of him. There's a. It's in. It was in Southfield from two to five at the consulate building. Who 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 wrote this story? This is the Detroit News. Okay, and that's pretty reputable. 
then there's the Detroit Free Press. Iraqi Consulate in Detroit open condolences and death of Iranian General Qassam Salami. That was on the Detroit Free Press. Um, there was a, everyone at work was talking about how there was literally a memorial going on for this general in right around here, and they were like, "What the what the hell is happening?" I don't know. I had to look into more of that. That sounds a little bit crazy to me. Well, I mean, we do have like one of the largest like Muslim populations from like Iran and Iraq area, so mm. uh, it would make sense that we probably have some people that uh, have some feelings for him. So, uh, I mean. I think like I don't I don't know why you would have feelings for him. I can understand why if you were an Iranian why you would like him because he kept you guys safe, especially whenever all the shit that the US was doing in Afghanistan and Iraq and none of it spread to Iran until uh Obama started the nuclear program over there, like the nuclear deal. Yeah. I don't know. Everything's fucked. I know. I just, to me, this is the one, this is one, one story that like the most recent story, like there's been obviously shit that's been going on that I look at and I go like, that's so stupid. But this one came across and I saw these people like, who is that? Who is the stupid act? Rose McGowan. She freaking tweeted like a fl- Iranian flag and worse. I'm sorry for the 52% of Americans who you know who didn't who doesn't agree with this and she was speaking for all these people and i and i saw that and i'm just like the apolo- apologize for the death of a terrorist and i just don't care i just have no respect i just like in why are you apologizing for 52 percent of america you think every single person who didn't vote for trump and every person that voted for trump feels the same as you i feel like that's probably not dude yeah i don't give a shit that this guy died I give a shit about what this could mean for the future. Well, it doesn't of the mean anything because Iran fucking Iran's a bunch of pussies and they bowed down. Okay, don't call them a bunch of pussies. Like, what do you want them to do when you're up against the biggest army in the world, where you have a well, president that is super well, listen, unstable? Well, listen, don't don't come out in a in a in an argument and say after three days of mourning there will be retaliation. Okay. Oh, your retaliation Before- was we're gonna fire some missiles and hit a plane that we didn't mean to hit, and then not kill anyone because we're afraid of being destroyed. Iran, Iran, coming off of the Obama regime had this nuclear deal in place and then this fucking maniac fucking idiot fucking child molester fucking uh spousal cheater fucking all the shit that is with that comes with donald trump that fucking not even the majority of america voted for comes in there rips apart this deal that's been negotiated for fucking years that the entire world agrees with except for donald trump um Takes it apart. Why did, why, wait, why, push, why sanctions, did, push sanctions on your country, which makes the regime in jeopardy because, you know, the United States is known for for uh, furthering regime change in all the countries that aren't democratic the exact same way, which is fuck that the United States has in general. That's a whole different fucking story where we're run by fucking corporations and fucking rich people. And then... Then we go in there and we just Donald Trump is like, we rip that out. And then like, what Iran's just supposed to just be like, okay, fine, sanction us. Just, uh, we don't, we don't get anything to defend ourselves. Yet, when we have fucking North Korea over there, Donald Trump's buddy, buddy with, uh, <laughs> fucking the leader of North Korea, uh, Kim Jong-un. Kim, Kim Jong, 
Un. Un. Um, uh, and then Kim Jong-un just plays fucking Donald Trump and then starts his military shit up again. But Donald Trump has met him before. So he's like, oh, I'm sure you're a good guy. Even though he's about to start uh, testing uh, ballistic missiles. And literally said, United States is going to expect a Christmas present. <laughs> Referring to some kind of a ballistic missile test that can hit the United States. Coupled with all the shit that's going on with impeachment, with all the shit that's going on with Russia, pretty much puppeting Donald Trump to do whatever he wants. Because you know what, you know what, you know what Putin wants? Putin wants instability in the Middle East so he can take complete control of that because he already fucking has complete control of that because he already has fucking complete control of Donald Trump. Well, it's guess what? A You're going to get four more bullshit. years, probably. So Probably. Yeah, because the Democratic Party can't fucking get their shit together. So, so sorry. I. No one even knows who the strongest candidate is right now. The strongest is, candidate is Bernie Sanders. And who's... Yeah, but... And he's a media blackout. He's a media blackout, and there's a, there is a large portion of the left who doesn't, uh, doesn't like him. Like, he's not... He's not... He's not going to get... He's not going to win the other parties, like the other votes from the Democratic Party. My. The problem is, is I just don't like Nick. I want you to be a realist. Do you, I I don't even want to vote for Donald Trump, but please tell me if there's I I don't. I'm looking at the Democratic side, and I've just I don't see who one candidate who's going to unite the Democratic Party to go against Donald Trump. I just is Bernie I, Sanders, but he's not because Every all the Joe Biden that, people aren't going to vote for him. Yeah, fuck the Joe Biden. But people. the Joe Biden people are the biggest people right now. There's a bunch of people that voted for Donald Trump, and you're one of them that had previously supported Bernie Sanders. Like, there's going to be people that are going to come back because they see the but is, craziness. Is Bernie Sanders going to win? If I, I Bernie Sanders, it's I, I think it's a two-person race. It's Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden, and Joe Biden can't keep his fucking teeth is in Bernie his Sanders mouth. Is even going to be able to fucking survive a term? Uh, I don't care. See, just, <laughs> I don't fucking care. He'll what? he'll he'll survive at least one. <laughs> he'll probably survive everything. Like I mean, Donald Trump was rushed to the hospital like uh, not too long ago, and they just played it off like, oh, he was just getting his uh biannual health check. When that's really not a thing that no one ever does. No president has ever done that. But you know, Donald Trump is the most an unhealthy person in the world. Fucking eating McDonald's with. <laughs> like in KFC and steak with ketchup like what the fuck this guy is a fucking clown I can't believe you fucking voted for him it's embarrassing I know that Hillary it, it, it it's, has it's, her conspiracy theories against her and has her flaws I would not vote for her if it was for her and anyone else that wasn't a goddamn stupid ass Republican but we're out of time Ah. It got riled up. My bad. Sorry. Hi, Mike. Hello. I'm back. I'm. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out of this. <laughs> I can't always. You know what, Nick? This is why. This is why I appreciate it. Cause to be honest, you just. I, I'm not. I mean, I have strong opinions on some things, but I can. I'm both ways, baby. 
All right. Hey, we're all a little bit both ways, aren't we? That's all right. right. <laughs> Mike, where can we find you, follow you, anything you want to promote? At Mike Carls on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, at, listen to our podcast if you like, uh, if you like daily sports. Uh, Swimming with Sharks DFS, baby. Apparently, technically, it's illegal, but listen to it, and they, no, <laughs> they will give you lineups. <laughs> we'll, help you, we'll help you learn how to build your own lineups. <laughs> Hell yeah, guys. All right, I'm Nick Wagella. Follow me at Nick Wagella on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Facebook at Split Six Media. Even though I don't ever post on there, you know, none of you guys ever follow us. Find us wherever you can get your podcast. Remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And thank you for splitting six with us. We'll see you next week. We love you.